You're listening to the weekly Joel Klatt segment podcast. Listen to it live every Wednesday between 8 and 8.30 a.m. during the football season. Presented exclusively by Audi Flatirons in Broomfield. Exceeding your experience from the first mile to the last. Joel Klatt, he joins us now. Lead college football analyst at Fox Sports. He is presented by Audi Flatirons. Joel, happy new year. Good morning. What's up? How you well, guys doing? Well, let's start right there. Yeah. Uh, you just heard us. Uh, you were off air listening to us talk about uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, what do you think? Is is this interest in the NFL legit? I mean, I would I would think so. And and one of the reasons is because of you know his I would say contract situation at at Michigan. You know, I've I've been surprised now for the better part of two years that he hasn't gotten a deal that would resemble, um, you know, more of what the top four or five coaches in college football get, because that's where he's put Michigan. Um, you know, over the last two years, they've got the second best record in college football since COVID. And, you know, after the COVID year, he took a massive pay cut. It was an incentive laden, uh, kind of contract. So he took a pay cut he could earn extra money, and he did, obviously, because remember last year they went on to, to beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, go to the playoff. And he took, you know, the multiple million dollars that he earned in incentives and gave it back to the school because of all the furloughs that they had enacted on a lot of the people within the athletic department. And so he, he gave that money back to the athletic department uh, in order to share with those people that had to take you know, basically pay cuts because of COVID. Um, now this year, what do they do? They go undefeated through the regular season. They win the Big Ten again. They beat Ohio State again. And, and while it was a wildly disappointing loss to TCU in the semifinal, um, it, in my estimation, what he's what what the flirtation has been is a is a catalyst to try to get a better contract at Michigan because he has said multiple times. Uh, during the course of this year, after the flirtation with Minnesota a year ago, that, you know, this is where he wants to be and he's done with the NFL and he, you know, he wants to be at Michigan and, and be there long term and finish his career. Now, having said that, if those numbers stink that you are bringing up are real, then, you know, uh, candidly, it doesn't really matter what you said about where you want to end your career because, Something north of fifteen, eighteen, twenty million dollars is is something that he would have to entertain. So, you know, I don't know where it stands. That's what I know, um, and and I will tell you that that all of this stems, I think, and this flirtation and 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 what he's doing right now stems from the fact that he hasn't gotten a contract extension. Um, from Ward Manuel, the athletic director at Michigan, that is in the neighborhood or around the neighborhood of what the top three, four guys in college football get. All right, Rook, Mark, I know you want to jump in, but let, let me just bottom line it then. If he is given a contract offer at Michigan that's similar to the kind of money he can make in the NFL, all things kind of being equal, apples to apples. Does he want to stay at Michigan? I think so, yes. Um, I've talked with a lot of people up there. Um, I think that the report, um, even though I really respect those journalists and know them well, that gave the report this week, 
about how, you know, it's a done deal and he would take it if it was offered. I don't believe that that's the case. I think that he would rather stay at Michigan. And the only reason that he would leave Michigan is if there was some apprehension on their part of giving him a deal that was uh, basically in line with where he has performed over the last two years. Uh, he's got a great team coming back uh, next year at Michigan. In fact, probably in, in a lot of cases, you could argue it's going to be better because some of his best players were young players and they've killed it in the transfer portal, in particular at the line of scrimmage. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with Jim and, and Jim has made it very clear to me in, in plain English that he does not want to go to the NFL anymore, and that he wants to stay and, and finish his career at Michigan. However, you know, like you're not just going to do that if they don't treat you like you've performed. And so again, I think this has more to do with his contract at Michigan and less to do with what he's being offered in the NFL. All right, so let's say that uh, a, a deal doesn't get done in Michigan and he's not play, paid commensurate with what the top four or five coaches sure. in college football are making. We had Brock Hewer on yesterday who said, hey, one thing about Jim Harbaugh is he knows how to build a bully. You know, he has a true wide tight end with his hand in the dirt, true fullback doing all those things. I think, to me, that's the kind of offense that you need here in Denver to support Russell Wilson and to get him back on track. Would you agree with the building of a football team that way to put Russell in the best position to kind of cure what ailed him this year? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And and here's, here's, here's the elephant in the room for Denver is that you've paid this guy over $200 million and you need to build a system that minimizes his impact on the game as much as possible. Um, and that's, that's just the truth. And, and I don't think that there is a football coach um, either level in America that has done a better job for longer of building a team, a roster, a philosophy, and in particular an offensive philosophy that minimizes the quarterback more than Jim Harbaugh. Um, and that, that's, not a not, that's not a knock. I'm, I'm saying he, he's taken what we all believe is that you have to have a guy that plays at a certain level. And, and he's proven that that's not necessarily the case and that you can play at the top end of college football. You can play at the top end of the National Football League with quarterback play that's not candidly close to the top end of each of those levels of the sport. And so, it, you know, from Denver's perspective, I get it. Because even though you're paying Russell like he's going to impact the game on a top-end level, we know now, it's proven, like that's not going to happen. So you've got to try to win in a different way. And Brock is exactly right. There's no better coach either level that builds a bully better than Jim Harbaugh. Um, They have have done that. uh, They've done a marvelous job of that everywhere that they've been. And it doesn't matter what assistant coaches he has. You go back to, you know, he's, he's done this over a cycles of different assistant uh, coaching staffs. He's got a young one at Michigan right now. It's one of the reasons why I think he wants to stay at Michigan ultimately. He's got a really good young uh, uh, coaching staff. Um, but, you know, that being said, yes, Brock is exactly right. And I do think that that's exactly what Denver needs. They need an offense and a system and a coach. That that can win without a quarterback playing in the top ten in the league. Visiting with Joel Clatt, all this talk about building a bully 
it, it implies uh, it creates a certain image of of the kind of coach that you're talking about. Is Jim Harbaugh a my way or the highway type guy? Is he a hard ass? Well, he's changed, Mike. He's changed a great deal uh, from what he was early in his career. He's changed a great deal from what he was even before COVID, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, my interactions with him have, have been drastically different uh, each of the last two years. He's much more comfortable in his own skin. I don't think he tries quite as hard. Um, I think that he's much more authentic. Um, he doesn't try to be as goofy, even though he clearly is. Um, and, and, and I think that that has paid off in spades. I think the, the, the big key that people don't talk about is that Jim hired a guy who was an associate head coach uh, the last two years. His name was Biff Pogey. And, and Biff, um, if you guys have not read the book, and I suggest it, um, it's called A Season of Life. Biff was somewhat of a central character in the book, A Season of Life. And it's a true story about um, a former Baltimore Colt lineman named Joe Ehrman and, and how Joe Ehrman and, and, you know, his walk of life and what he decided to do post football. And he ends up becoming a high school football coach with Biff Pogey and, and Biff and Joe Ehrman build, you know, these, these powerhouses in the Baltimore area in terms of high school football. And, and what they do is they don't concentrate on football. They concentrate on relationships telling the kids that they love them, having the kids tell each other that they love each other. And they, they build this culture uh, that is as strong as, as anything. And there's certainly a faith aspect of it. And, um, and obviously that's why I enjoyed the book so much. And I would highly recommend it for anybody out there. But long story short, uh, Biff's son walked on at Michigan, and Jim hired Biff to come up there and be an associate head coach. And their entire culture changed when Biff got there and Jim changed. And he would meet with Biff every single morning before he met with the staff, before he met with the team. And he changed. He changed in the way he talked to his players. He changed in the way he talked to his staff. And there was a chemistry and a bond and a brotherhood that was palpably different at Michigan over the last two years. And so when you ask me, like, what type of coach he is, I think he is a different type of coach than anybody out there currently, and he's much different than what he was prior in his career and the way that he handles not only his players but his staff as well. And I can tell you that this is one of the reasons why I am skeptical that this is real, that he would leave, is because the last two years have been different. My conversations have been different. Uh, a genuine guy that seems to really love where he's at, love where, love his, his players that he's coaching. So um, I hope that that paints a little bit of a picture of what, what's going on with him right now. Yeah, yeah and the, the Joe Ehrman, uh, that guy became a very prominent pastor, I believe, uh, in the Baltimore area, right? Yeah, he, Correct. which is a great, I've, I've done a couple of different events where he's been there, and he's uh, he's an amazing dude. Real quick, uh, because you you have unbelievable perspective on this. As how many how many Harbaugh games have you done? Would you say over the last? <laughs> okay, in the last two years I've done, I think at least twelve. Twelve in the last two years. I believe so. It might be 11. But, yeah, I mean, I think I did seven this year. Okay. So, <laughs> you know Jim Harbaugh pretty well. We've established that. Sean Payton, uh, you you spent a summer with the Saints, right? Um, yes. And, and so you got a chance to, to work closely with Sean Payton. 
as a Broncos fan, which I know you are, knowing where this team is at right now, knowing Russell Wilson's going to be your quarterback next year, if I gave you the choice, Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh to coach the Denver Broncos, who would you go with? Sean, I think because it's um, he's more of a my way or the highway type of coach, um, I, and I think that that he is confident, borderline arrogant, and I mean that in a, in a good way. And I think you need somebody that has that type of mentality uh, because of where this team is. Uh, I've never been in offensive installs as as good as what Sean Payton had that summer when I was with the Saints, um, and and I think that his creativeness and his ability to win uh, has been proven. Not that Jim's hasn't, but you know, with 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 Jim, I think that you're trying to mix the personality of Jim Harbaugh with Russell Wilson, and I think that like the weird meter would just break. And I like I just don't I don't know how that would go. I, I, I maybe it would be amazing. I don't know. Maybe, but you know, Sean Payton is a guy that he's going to walk in there and he's not going to care what Russell says or or thinks. To be quite honest, and he's just going to say this is what we're going to do, and it's because because we're going to be successful. So this is not a knock against Jim. I think Jim would do a, a wonderful job. I think those two guys are easily the best two candidates that you could possibly be thinking of at this moment. Um, but, but Sean, I just feel like he, he would have a little bit more staying power at the NFL level. I don't know how Jim's style works in longevity at the NFL level. We saw it for four years at, at San Francisco and it was not, you know, ending well. Um, although like I just explained, I think that he's a very different person now. So, um, long winded answer to tell you, I think Sean would be the guy. Okay. Interesting Love stuff. Love it. Great stuff. Great insight from you, Joel, especially regarding uh, Jim Harbaugh. That's the kind of stuff that we're, we're all craving right now with, with his name being so prominently attached to the Broncos. We can't thank you enough. Good stuff, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, boys. Have a good one, okay? Great all right, everybody. There Great he goes. Joel Klatt, presented by uh, Audi Flatirons. Hello, this is Ryan Watson, Vice President and General Manager of Audi Flatirons and Audi Boulder Service. When was the last time a dealership delivered the experience you were looking for? Have you ever felt that buying a car was solely about making the sale? It should be about the relationship, beginning with your commitment to do business with us and continuing through the years to follow. Our team is dedicated to exceeding your expectations from the first mile to the last. Come see us in person or visit us online at AudiFlatirons.com or AudiBoulderService.com.